Hey, it's Jason Flatland here. You're listening to The Jason Flatland Show, where I'll be sharing everything from sales and webinar tips to improving productivity and reaching your infinite potential. I want to break down for you right now this webinar that I did recently that converted at over 30%. My name is Jason Flatland. Everybody considers me the greatest webinar presenter of all time. I certainly have the track record to show for it. You'll actually see the proof inception style in this, but let's break this down. When you start any webinar... You want to hit the ground running. You got to do something to hook people in, get them excited. And it's even better if it's kind of off kilter, like what's going to happen next? I've never had a frame of reference for a webinar starting like this before. So that's what I try to do if possible. And in this particular case, I do this with a true false quiz. So in and of itself, that's interesting, and it automatically creates interaction, which is really powerful to use on a webinar, but it does something very subtly underneath of it. Every question attacks an objection. So one of the questions is, you've got to be good at marketing to sell info products. And I give them an answer. So the answer helps them understand that you don't have to be an expert marketer, but marketing does serve a function for info products. So people are generally in one of two camps, I've noticed. They're either all expert, no marketing, and they don't make any money and they don't help anybody, or they're all marketing, no expert, and that's a problematic challenge that only a psychopath, a narcissist, or a sociopath would be okay. Hey, let me sell something that isn't very good. So I'm helping them already kind of right fit. I don't have to be an expert marketer, but there is a style of marketing that I can learn and apply very easily. And I don't have to be an expert, by the way, for an information product to be published either. And I will demonstrate this. This is what's exciting. If you have something really powerful that you can show on a webinar, which is what you should aspire to, then you can make bigger claims. The bigger the impact you can make, the bigger the claim that you can proceed it with. And what's exciting about webinars as opposed to other types of advertising is we get to prove the claim in the webinar. Traditional sales is I'm going to make a claim, you got to buy the product and then hope the claim gets proven. So I'm going to lay the foundation that they can learn the style of marketing if they're not good at it that I'm going to show them. They don't have to be an expert. There's a way around it. And in fact, in some cases, it's better to not be an expert. I handle the objection of, hey, there's all this free information out there on YouTube and on podcasts and so on and so forth, how it's an itch that creates more scratching. And the fact is that the info business is 148 times larger than it was when I started, which was back in 2007. So I'm getting people excited about that. All the good product ideas have been taken. I hook into the recency of AI at the time, which is a really hot thing. And then the last thing here is true or false. Speed is more important than ever when it comes to cashing in on enormous profits, waiting online for you to claim as rightfully yours. This is very powerful what I'm doing here. I have learned that in almost every single market that you can interact in, people prefer a small win by tomorrow as opposed to a bigger win six months down the road. So most training, most teaching, most education, most anything is this massively delayed gratification. Yeah, I get it. That's how most of the world works, but it doesn't always have to work that way. I'm on a pursuit. I am looking for that whale, that Moby Dick, if you will, on where is there a case where there can be instant gratification? And I proved that in this webinar and I demonstrated. And that's what we've done here. We've set it up. 
And this is a really important slide here. This is open loops. Open loops create retention better than anything else that you could do from a technique perspective other than just be interesting. So interesting is the most important thing and open loops are the second most important thing. So I say on this webinar, you discover how to create a specific kind of high quality info product in less than two hours that automatically attracts buyers and sells well, even if you suck at marketing. Here's the intended response to this that I anticipate my audience will have. They'll say, that's not even possible. I can't imagine that could ever be true. But on the off chance, the one in a million that it might be true, I'm going to stick around to see if he can prove it. And that creates this subtle frame. If he can prove it, I'm going to be very open to buying whatever he sells. And in fact, I lean right into that. I say, my promise, I'm going to give you this. And if that's the case, then I hope you invest in what I offer at the end. For most people starting off, the easiest way to sell something is to tell people, I want to sell you this thing, and here's what I'm going to do for you first before I sell it to you. Being completely over, not getting fancy with it, coming right out and setting it up. Here's the conditions in which I would like to sell you this thing. If we meet them, then you're going to be excited to know what this thing is I want to sell you. If we don't meet them, then please don't ever entertain the idea of buying anything from me. That's the subtle frame that's created there. And that's really, really powerful. And people are already like, ooh, I wonder what he's selling. I can't wait to see what he's selling. Now, we do definitions. Never assume that your market knows something that is key to them getting a benefit out of what you're teaching. So I define here what's an information product. Then I show why information products. And this is where you can hit the benefits. I don't spend a whole bunch of time on this. One thing you'll notice on this webinar is one point per slide is the ideal. I don't do that as much on this webinar as I do on other webinars because the price point for the product that we're selling here is $499. <laughs> now I want to show you how I introduce myself on this webinar. Whenever you're selling a webinar, you gotta have the who am I and why you should listen to me. I try to spend as little time on it as possible. What is the fewest things I can say that can have the hugest, like, oh my God, if there's anybody to listen to on this topic, he or she is the person to listen to. I start it and frame it with, I've created over 100 information products over the last 15 years. I was a millionaire before 30, multi-millionaire soon after. I've worked with multi-billion dollar companies. I did the biggest internet marketing launch in history. And, and then I show this testimonial from Alex Hermosi here, the guy who sold more books on offers than anybody credits me with the single best course he's ever seen on offer creation. That's really powerful. And that's about the real time of how I spend introducing myself. The thing about a webinar people don't get is your best proof element of who you are and why somebody should listen to you is being interesting how you captivate somebody, how you can show them that you are the real deal and you've thought about their problems more than they have. And it shows in how you address them and communicate with them will do far greater than anything you could put on any number of slides. Now, people overcompensate that by putting too much on slides. And I get it. I have some of the most compelling, insane proof, if you think about it, because Zoom brought me in. I did the biggest launch. Alex Hermosi is probably the hottest name in the space right now. I have a testimonial from him on the topic. I get that you probably don't have that. I used to not have that either. So, but you got to think about the different ways you can show your different proof elements so they can have the biggest impact with the least amount of time. And it just really kind of clears the air. Okay, I get it. He's the expert, so I should really pay attention. That's what you're shooting for here. Now, what's really cool here is I've built myself up to this massive thing, which makes me completely unrelatable to my audience. So I have to bring it back to reality. And I say, before you make millions, what turns your life around is the first dollar you make. And I show the first product I ever sold. I have the screenshot. Show 
not tell. Show as much as you possibly can. Tell as little as you possibly can, meaning that the less slides that have all words or if you're making claims, the more you have visuals on those claims, the better. And now I get them very excited. There's also the implicit expectation that if you continue to follow along, you can turn a small amount of success into a large amount of success, just like I have done. And then I give them the formula. One problem, one solution, one sitting product creation. Now, when I reveal the formula here, I don't go immediately into teaching it. You want to get buy-in with whatever you're going to teach before you teach it. Get people leveraged, have tension around it so they're excited to learn it. So they say, come on, please, please, please show it to me. And then we'll have more impact when you do show it to them. And so I set the framework. I go, if you got a month to create it, you probably won't. If you got a week, if you got a weekend, the product needs to be done when you sit down and when you stand up, it's finished. That's the paradigm that I'm working on in this webinar right here. And notice I don't just say it, I romance it. Now, so I come back to the first product again. One of the things that you'll learn the more you do this is it's better to take a concept, slice it up, and then give it out in chunks throughout the webinar. Since it's a long form media, what you do is you find ways to unfold the story. You really have multiple story threads running simultaneously and you're putting this piece of the story in here, that piece of the story in there, that piece of the story in there. So this is a callback. They've seen the screenshot before. Now I'm adding a little bit more foundation to it. Before I didn't tell them the name of the product. Now I'm showing them the name of the product. I give them the anatomy of the product and I get them excited about them. I show them the results about that. I get them pumped up because I, I say on this slide here, I say, even if I didn't get better and I had a whole lot of room to get better, I knew if I just repeated the same thing over and over again, it would completely change my life, completely change my finances. And that speaks to the customer because anybody who's really attending a webinar has a low self-worth related to whatever they're tuning in for. And so they think whatever you're going to do, they can only do one-tenth or one-one-hundredth of it. So they're thinking worst-case scenario and you're selling best case scenario. So I'm always trying to calibrate to worst case scenario, even reading their mind. Hey, but you're Jason, so you have some superpower that us mere mortals don't. Now, this is an interesting thing too, because I could have told this story earlier on the who am I, why am I telling you this section, but it goes back to what I'm talking about of slicing and dicing content and putting it out in puzzle pieces. So this is where I tell the story that, yes, in fact, I was a rapping monk. And now I tell a little bit more about my story, the personalization of it. You don't become a monk because life's going well. It's because things are very hard. You show where you came from. You show what it took to get there, and you relate it back to the audience. And now I challenge the audience a little bit here. It's always important to challenge the audience. The person that just caters and patronizes to the audience is not going to get as big of an impact as the person that challenges. So I say, you need to have some ambition. You need to have some focus. You need to have some desire. And I'm asking for commitment. I say, are you up for that? Once you combine that with this thing, now I unpack a little bit further. I've introduced them to this concept of one problem, one solution, one sitting. I've now repeated repeated it a few times and now I add to it, present it in step-by-step -step format, sell it at a low, low price. Here's what's interesting about this. This flies in the face of everything else that they've been told from every other guru. I'm telling them to sell the things super cheap and not to be concerned with maximizing profit right now and being totally okay with leaving some money on the table because if you try to dress it all up, it never gets done. That's my whole point. My other point is all the money is in the existing customer list. It's not in the new customers. But see, most other people don't want to tell them that because they're afraid that would stop the sell. I'm using that to my advantage. People can see themselves more easily selling a really cheap product. And as a marketer who's super successful, I'm telling them to sell a really cheap product. It's very interesting to them. It gets more poor in a way they normally you wouldn't get. And then I introduce a testimonial here of a person 
I show the testimonial, and I, and I point out to them something very interesting, which is paragraph two. I said, I've already had the idea of what I wanted to do for as long as two to three months, but never got around to doing it. And I know subtly there's so many people on this webinar that feel the same thing, that they have this great idea inside of them, and they just can't figure out a way to get it out. So I'm showing them how this formula will get it out in the easiest, simplest form. And then if it's valid and people like it, then they can enhance it, they can go further with it, they can do a whole bunch of stuff with it. But right now we wanna take something that's inside of them that they're not making money with and get it outside of them so they can make some money with it. And again, this is always going back to mind reading. What is the person thinking when I'm telling this? What is the potential objection, excuse, or limitation that they would push back on? And they're scared. Hey, well, what if I try this and it doesn't work? And so I frame that to them that, hey, if it sells well, great. If it doesn't sell well, great because you can use it as an asset, you gain the experience, it can be a lead magnet, it can be a bonus, and if it does okay, great, because you can stack a whole bunch of okays together and still have life-changing income. And now they feel very comfortable, I've depressurized the process. It doesn't have to be great, which gets them off the hook. And it isn't great, that's the reality. Really good marketing is finding a way to align the reality with the perception not to pretend the reality is something that it isn't, because I know not everybody's gonna create a product that's gonna sell well, and I'm flat out telling them, but I'm telling it to them in a way that they will not stop them from doing what they know that they wanna do. And then this is where we break it down. Some do better than others, some flop, some do okay. A few are huge home runs that can change your life. If you wanna stack the deck in your favor to influence having more home runs, then these are the four most important things. Now, watch how quickly I teach them each of these four things. Here's the first thing, better than free. I give them a definition, Try to give a definition of what you're going to teach in one sentence. I give them a juxtaposition. So in this particular case, the point is if they did it on their own, it would cost them more money than if they paid you for your information product. And again, notice there is some interaction. Which is the better deal? I'm asking the audience that. Do this and it will literally cost them more to not buy your product. This is called a tie down. So you make the point, they get it, and then you tie it down so they completely understand it. And then that's it. So literally, this is a good framework if you're teaching something. Introduce it. Give an example, tie it down. Great way to teach tactics. And now look at the second one here, pain before gain. And I show them before you saw the plan to heaven, provide the path out of hell. So this is why it's important. And then again, juxtaposition. Isn't that interesting? Who's likely to spend more? Joe who wants a whiter, brighter smile, so a better tomorrow, or Jane a crippling toothache, the pain of today. And I get them to tell me. People will buy much quicker and at much larger prices to get rid of an existing pain. That's a tie down. Three slides. So why it's important in this particular instance, juxtaposition, tie down. Instant gratification, this is the third thing. This is really cool because it's sort of meta. I'm teaching instant gratification and I'm leaning into it further. Smaller results sooner are better than bigger results later. And here's a big money-making secret. Now this is where I spend a little bit more time. Sometimes if you have a really cool thing or if it, you wanna set it up, it's okay to spend a little bit more time for the dramatic effect uh, when you reveal the point. So big money-making secret, you can take any how-to book, gut most of the content, hone in on one thing, offer an immediate win. Now, I show, I don't wanna just tell. If I have a really powerful point, it's better to show it. So here's a book, it's 384 pages. Within this book that I personally bought, there's a single page. More specifically, there's four steps on this page. It was an immediate game changer for me. So I want you to imagine a scenario. Now look at the juxtaposition again. Do people want a history lesson for $11 that takes eight hours to consume? Or would they prefer to buy a product that's 10 pages long, takes less than 20 minutes to read, and is about the same price? What's easier to sell? What's easier to create? So this is 
juxtaposition with an interactive device there. And this really makes people feel comfortable and justified because I know right now the skepticism of if I create these one problem, one solution, one setting products, are they really valuable? They're very thin and people have trouble differentiating between quantity and quality. So this is how I help them see that with this example. And then hyper-specific. The more you tailor solutions, so this is the definition again, right? I show them my example here, and then I show them other examples. One is a product E-class student. One ties back to the earlier example of me being a monk. And then I tease them with this new concept, which is just, I find very interesting. I say, these people make thousands of dollars per month selling live roaches on eBay. They would make tens of thousands of dollars teaching others how to do it as well. And that gets people excited. So I didn't tie it down in this sense because I'm immediately going to move into the close. I say, regardless if you're an expert or new, this is the best way to do that. And now I show an example of a testimonial who took the course. I show another example of a testimonial who took the course. I show a third quick example. I show a fourth quick example. And then I start to close. Now, this is a famous close. I've taught this to a lot of people, and it works in almost really any scenario where you're selling information. I say, I could go on and on. I, people just like you did it. Does that mean you can do it? And then I say no. I say probably not to be specific. And this is a great pattern interrupt because people are so used to being pandered to when they're sold. I, I can do it so you can do it. They did it. You can do it. So I want to do a fake out. I want people to feel like they got it and then say, well, hold on. You can't do it. So I'm creating tension. I'm actually creating a problem, which then I have a solution for. This is the transition from content to close here. I say, if we part ways right now, would you go out immediately set the world on fire with your newfound product creation skills? Doubtful. So I'm leaning into it further because the reality is I know no matter what training I could give them in 45 to 60 to 75 minutes or even 90 or 120 minutes is not going to change habits. It's silly and absurd that people pretend that such a thing actually exists. So why not affirm the truth in the most impactful way possible? You'll get the deepest rapport. And I say, I probably know you better than you know yourself. You're stubborn. And if I let you, you will quickly default back to your old habits, which are not making the money that you deserve. And then I say, that's why I won't let that happen. So I've now positioned the fact that I'm selling them something, a useful thing, which it is. It's crazy. Why would you sell something to somebody that isn't a useful thing? And if it is a useful thing, why would you not let them know that? I don't understand. Anyway, I say that's why I won't let that happen. You need me in your ear more than today if you're truly going to take what I showed you on this webinar and turn it into piles of cash. I like to take a very straight up approach. If you haven't noticed this at this point in time, people want to make a bunch of money. Yeah, they want to change the world. Yeah, they want to help others. But the nub of it is they have a small bank account and they want a large bank account. So I call it as it is very directly, but I'm also calling in the sense that they won't form a new habit or a new behavior pattern on one webinar. They need repetition. They need support. They need additional help beyond what I could just give them freely one session, one time. And then I say, best of all, if you don't quickly make twice your investment with my product creation secrets, I'll give you double your money back. So now I'm teasing an interesting part of this offer. Better than money back guarantees are some of the most effective ways you can sell anything. And they're very rare. Almost nobody does them. Yes, I get it. It's hard to figure one out. Um, there's risk involved for you if you do it right because if your product sucks you may end up paying out more money than you took in so start small and test on a very small scale the more risk you're willing to incur on behalf of your prospects the more prospects you'll turn into customers so i'm using a double your money back guarantee in this instance and i'll show you what that looks like more here in a bit and then i introduce the product 
Now, the interesting thing is this is 5.0, which I'm not a fan of. People like new, tried and true, even established and all that good stuff. It's harder to sell than a brand new thing. But the reality is I've been doing this training in some way, shape, or form now going on 15 years. So there's something to be said about the longevity of this course. And this is the fifth version that I've taught from the ground up. And we released this a little bit earlier this year in 2023. So product class. Now look at how little time I spend on what's in the course itself. And then look at how much time I will spend on the bonuses. I introduce the product, but I don't immediately dive into it. I set the stage so somebody can understand how great the product is with this slice of life story. I say, here's where I got started in this little shed here in Coralville, Iowa, where my living room was my office, was my bedroom. I couldn't fit both a desk and a bed in there, so I slept on the floor. So I'm telling them a story about me and a time I had to make a sacrifice. And they can now step into those shoes and see themselves having to make a sacrifice of time and money in order to better themselves. And the story continues. What made the difference was when I had my first big investment to work with the right mentor who gave me no other option but to succeed. And I want to extend that beautiful gift to you as well. So I showed them that it's a really smart idea to pay somebody else to help you, even if the payment is a lot of money and it's painful to make the payment. I put myself into their shoes. I remember the first ever high ticket course I bought. It was a $2,000 course. And the guy I was working for at the time, I was painting houses. I called him up because I didn't have a credit card to charge it on. And they had no alternative method. I said, hey, come over to my shed in Coralville, Iowa, which he did. Put it in there and I'll pay you back. I'll write you a check. That's how I had to buy my first course. That was the position I was in. And I didn't have a bet at the time I did sleep on the floor. And then now I show what's in the course. I explain what it is. So I have one slide that kind of gives the snapshot overview of what it is. I break down each session. So it has a sexy headline, has a, a couple really powerful bullet points, and a screenshot of one slide in the course. And I do the same thing with session two. This one has only three bullet points. Session three, same thing. Session four, just two bullet points. Session five, and these all are a sexy title, one, I mean, two to three to four to five bullet points, one cool imagery from within the course itself. Same thing with session six. In this case, I use a proof element. Usually it's preferable to use proof elements attached to it. So it's sexy title, couple bullet points, reason why it's a bonus, proof element, tie it down in terms of how valuable it is with a price anchor. It should be this much, it's yours free. That's the best procedural way to do bonuses. Since this product is lower ticket, it's only about 500 bucks. I don't even go that far. Although reviewing this now, I think maybe I should. And then here's session seven, same formula. So we blow through that. It takes maybe three minutes to give them the whole feel on, here's what it is, here's what it does, here's what you get, here's how you get it. And that's this slide here. And then I start to do the price drop. Price anchoring basically is you start at a high thing and then you lower it to a very low thing. I think it's somewhat cheesy, but every time I've not used price anchoring, I've converted less than when I have used price anchoring. So I use it. So how much? Successful people have made five figures, so charging five figures would make sense. When I do my in-training seminars, they cost $5,000 about. Notice the proof element. Normal price to the public is this, and if you look at it, this is not a pitch to sell product e-class to you here today. This is just showing you how the sausage gets made, and it is. That is the regular retail price. If you can get on one of my webinars in the rare few times or an affiliate webinar where we run these, then we do run time-limited offers. 
Every webinar should have some special offer to it. Should have some sort of discount and some sort of additional bonuses. The best way to do a webinar. So I give them a time limited special offer, in this case $4.99 one time or $1.94 three installments. I try not to use the word cost or pay. Sounds and feels better if it's $4.99 one time or $1.94 three monthly installments. And then you do your first call to action. And then, in my opinion, is when the real selling starts because I then start to build on the bonuses. So we put the price up front, put the value in the back. We call this mullet technique. Offer and price short in the front, bonus in the value long in the back. And now check out this bonus stack. So bonus number one, 101 killer product topics. The purpose of this bonus is to eliminate the objection. Well, gee, Jason, I don't know what to sell. I don't know if I'll ever come up with an idea. And so that is the primary and sole purpose of this bonus is to kill that objection. Bonus number two, AI product creation secrets. And so because AI is the hottest, coolest thing right now, you should have some sort of bright, shiny object in your bonus package for no other reason than it would be inconspicuous in its absence. This thing must not be fresh and must not be cutting edge if he has this huge omission in it that everybody else is talking about. So that's bonus number two. Bonus number three, marketing software secrets. This shows them all the tech that they would have to use in order to sell a product online. And people are so weirded out about the tech. It is a huge objection. So this is another objection killer. Now, we don't tell them the platform and the software outright. We don't say, hey, use Kartra. We will show you step-by-step step how to use Kartra. And the main reason why is because in the future, we might change that. So it's better to be flexible here than have to go back and redo every single thing that built up to it. But we're positioning it as we'll show you exactly how to run the technical stuff. Bonus number four, templates. These are just sizzle. It's uh, the icing on the cake. It gets people excited because it shows them how they can do things that are normally hard very easily. So this is just taking additional resources like sales templates, bullet point templates, interview question templates, content cheat sheet as a template, giving it to them. I could have just shipped it in the course, but it's cooler to pull it out and make it its separate thing. Bonus number five is a nice bonus technique that you can use. My friend and alumni in my mastermind, my $25,000 mastermind at Driven, Rachel Miller is her name, and she has a course that she doesn't really sell it anymore, but it retails for $9.97. So she's not out there pushing it and trying to sell it, but the course is, that's what it costs. And it's really good for traffic from an organic social perspective, which I don't do and I'm not good at, but I can now put that in here. So this helps them see themselves yet another way for them to get traffic above and beyond. Cause otherwise they think if I can create an info product, but not get traffic, then I'm screwed and they won't buy. So third party bonuses, and I don't have to pay anything for this. Just work out a deal. Hey, can I include it in? In this case, she says, yes, she just wants the exposure. What a cool way to get a bonus, huh? That's bonus number five. Now here's the the real big bonus, it's resell rights to three of my products. So then I can say 100% of my people who take product E-class have a product. <laughs> and I mean, I don't ham it up and really lean on it and push it because uh, I feel like that would be deceptive. But the idea here is, is these are valuable because people can see themselves using the marketing techniques, even if they don't create their products on products that I will give them. And they are super high quality products. I don't show them anymore because we change them and we add more from it from time to time. So from a scalability perspective, but back in the day, I used to show the products. Then I used to show the funnels as well. 
so they get the products and they get whole sales funnels. And we also position it as this is good practice for you so you can go through the ins and outs of setting up a product online before you even create your first product. So it's a very sexy bonus. And then bonus number seven, this is called a conditional bonus. It's always nice to have a conditional bonus because then you can offer something even more outlandish than what normally you could on a bonus. And this is a consult with me. And they have to sell $10,000 first before they can book a consult with me. This is a great way to get testimonials, by the way. So it helps incentivize people to be successful. And then when you talk to them, you learn their story and can use it as a testimonial later. Very powerful stuff. And then I always link bonuses on webinars. They're exclusive. So if you went to the main website, you would see it costs twice as much for the product and it doesn't come with any bonuses. This is they get a half off and they get all these bonuses. Call to action slide. Always should have one when you do a webinar where you, at a glance, if you could only have one slide to show everything that you sell, this would be it. Notice the biggest font on here is the URL they would go to. That URL is not functional anymore. That was for a, a private webinar that we did for a client. And then the double your money back guarantee. So when they go to the URL, we have all the details listed. It's super easy to comply with the guarantee. It's like create a Google document, document what you do for that day, do that for 60 days straight. And then if you haven't doubled your money back, we'll give you a double your money back. And I, there's one other condition. You actually have to set up a product and do a test payment so to verify that somebody could purchase the product. I'm talking ridiculously low barrier of entry because often what separates people from success or not is the first step. Most people just psychologically can't commit to that first step. So the double your money back guarantee helps conversion, obviously, because it reduces risk. But it also, if you do it right, increases people's success, which is why I love a double your money back guarantee. In this case, we have the regular guarantee on top of that as well. So if for any reason or none at all, they want their money back, they can get it. And then we talk about support, which kind of lends into people feeling like, yeah, well, what if you promise that you'll give me my money back and then disappear? So this kills that feeling right there. Uh, one more kind of inspirational shove into the buy button, which is like, look at how big this is. You want to get in on this? And then I frame it as, well, look what I've done. I'm your guide. I'll get you there. And then this is something recently. So for Alex Hermosi's book launch, he paid me $25,000 to consult with him. And then back to the call to action slide. And then what we do from here on out with live webinars is we just handle objections and we answer questions and we'll spend another hour or two or three in some instances, depending on how many people are on the webinar. Now we have an automated version of this as well, and that works really good. And what we'll do in that instance is, is we know kind of the general questions people ask, so we'll answer that, but we don't pretend, hey, Sarah said blah, 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 none of that nonsense or goofiness. We just go more impersonal. Here's some of the things that you may be thinking that could influence whether you would say yes to this or no to this. So here's the first thing. And then we would talk about that and speak extemporaneously on that. But this is a great webinar for most people to model, I feel, because it's so straightforward. There's not a lot of moving parts to it. And I think it has the most universal appeal for any of you who are doing webinars to model some of the things that you learned in here and put them in your webinars. Even if you do nothing else but what I show you from close there on out, I bet you you'll make more money. So let me know what your favorite part about this is. And if there's anything else you want me to go in depth on or if there's other webinar breakdowns like this that you would like me to do. Peace. Hey, Jason Flyland here. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you found this helpful at all, please leave me a review. And thanks again and stay tuned for future episodes.